Give it to me. Cloverfieldia, is that any Yeah, That's absolutely. our podcast about Cloverfield? <laughs> Cloverfield. So anyway, or how about uh, Cloverfieldman? It's like Corey Feldman. <laughs> Corey Feldman. <laughs> Clover so Clover Feldman. Feldman. Our pitch for the Feldman. horror movie is a monster that can hear smells. Yeah. <laughs> and what does that world isn't look like? Just, where a monster isn't hearing smells just smelling? No, yeah, you no, hear you smells. hear the smells. Yeah, it's like... Um, so pictures, um, smelling smells? Right, but not these hearing. Yeah, smells. you know how some musicians are. are Is the, your nose not just hearing smells? You know how. Imagine that, if your nose could hear. What's that called? <laughs> yes, I'm doing that. When when yes. there's like some musicians so, who are just like, you know, it's it's weird. Like I'm, I'm so synesthesia where they're like, I'm so connected to music. Like I can actually, I can actually see the colors of the sounds. What does that happen to me when I've been holding? cold beverages when I've been zooming. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm holding something cold, I'm like, this is green. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, hell there's, yeah, There's brother. this thing called like synesthesia where like you can, like you see colors in music. So synesthesia, that Your sounds sense, just... Like two different senses that should not be connected yeah. are. So like some people might like think of colors as represented by numbers or might like Think of like music in terms of smells or whatever. You guys just talking about doing drugs? Yeah, I mean no. that's uh, there's a lot there's a synesthesia component to doing yeah. drugs. Yeah, yeah. But I, some people, so like, I'm saying people who do this in their regular drugs. life. I'm yeah. talking about a monster that's like, like there's like a big old pile of stink and it hears and it. it hears it. And our main character has the stinkiest feet there's ever yeah, been in the so, whole world. So the main character has the stinkiest feet that's ever existed. And really the monster, stinky. the monster. Is so annoyed because it's the loudest thing he's ever heard. Is how so stinky he wants guy. to track this guy down and eat him. Yeah, because he can't get a good night's sleep anymore. Because his because his feet stink so much you, that it's like, okay. it's like your neighbor playing music too loud. His feet stink so much. Yeah. My neighbor's feet stink so bad it's a loud music. <laughs> Cloverfieldia. <laughs> this is a. Gr- I mean. Like every other, every other movie uh, sucks. Yeah, every, every other, other movie, movie in the world <laughs> sucks bad. Uh, this movie good. Horror, what is it? What horror horror is there a word for killing someone with the smell? Um, uh, anosmia is lack of. Sm- anosmia is death. Anosmicide. Anosmicide. That's anosmicide. Nosmicide. Nosmicide. Anosmia is the lack Nas of album. smell. That's my favorite Illmatic, Stillmatic, and Nosmicide. Nosmicide. <laughs> <laughs> What if a stink so? What if a stink stung so bad that it killed you? <laughs> That's a horror movie. Yeah, it's called. Stunk. It's, it's called the stink, and the tagline is "What if a stink stung so bad it killed you?" <laughs> and it's just this roving pile, like this roving cloud of stink that murders. <laughs> it murders people by smelling so bad. It's called it. It, it stinks. <laughs> The it stink. stinks. <laughs> okay, the Do you want the stink or it stinks? I think it stinks is better. <laughs> I think it stinks is better. It's a movie about. You know a, the reviews for that would be it so. Stinks. <laughs> yeah. It stinks. It, it stinks. stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks? Question mark. I'm trying it to stinks. think of any like good word plays with smell. And okay, like, I can't get anything. Okay, but what about a cloud that is so stinky it kills you? Think about it. The, we should write the, this movie. The, the dawn of a sewage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Like sewage smells. I get it. Yeah, you got it. Sewage stinks. Yeah. I used to live in it. <laughs> it stinks. I know. I yeah, used no, to live sewage there. Sewage is bad. You, sewage say, bad. you say used to, <clears throat> and now... I live a sewage adjacent. <laughs> sewage adjacent. I've, yeah. I've, I've crawled out of it and now live near it. The, do you think the wastewater treatment plant is is not part of the sewer? Because I think that is a component of well, the sewer. It, just in that, like that, how I get no, that's a good point. There is the waste. How, where does the sewer end and the treatment? See, Andy plant has start? gotten himself into a, a company town situation where he yeah. works for the wastewater treatment plant. They let him live there. They pay him in wastewater bucks. Uh, yeah, he, he's I have got to, part of its own economy. I. I I get I get these. Fake what guy? What do you get with uh, wastewater bucks? Vending machine. <laughs> just, Ac- just access, the... To, <laughs> access to the treatment plant vending machine. Okay. Yeah. Is that is there anything unique in that vending machine? 
Um, they got uh, they got Oreos that instead of cream inside, they got Twinkies. That's interesting. Yeah, and they are. He's living there under the 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 promise that they will treat all of his wastewater for free. He does not have to pay to treat any of his wastewater. Yeah, oh, all wow. the wastewater that I produce gets treated for free. Because you're producing a lot these days. A lot of wastewater. See, um, you know how in like Batman, uh, um, Bane was like. I was born in the dark. I was molded by it. Sure. Yeah. I was born in the stink. <laughs> I was molded. You were moldy by in the stink. I was molded. I was molded. I was molding by the, the stink. <laughs> and um and it's where I'm comfortable. Uh and I I appreciate the fact that um they've uh they found a, a little gross uh sewer baby uh uh who is Making his own way in the in the wastewater, and decided to uh, give him a give him a career. When they found you, you just spoke the language of the sewer. Yeah. Can I hear a little bit of what? what that? <laughs> a lot of gurgles, huh? Some I'm reciting I'm reciting Shakespeare. <laughs> wow. Oh. Stinkspeare. Yeah. I think. Well, it, it it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like uh, one of those like cartoon characters that speaks like uh, in his. Like, uh, what's that? That's that little Thundercat who Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I followed your train of thought. <laughs> yeah, you use the cartoon yeah. Thundercat, yeah. which is its own separate cartoon <laughs> to describe the Pokemon Pikachu. <laughs> but I followed your train of thought there. <laughs> that, that little Thunder, <laughs> that little Thundercat, Pikachu. Yeah, where he only talks to Pikachu. But uh, yeah, it's like me being like, "What's that little Rocco? A SpongeBob?" <laughs> <laughs> What's that little Hey Arnold? Oh yeah, Doug. <laughs> What's that little Thundercat? Anyway, you can only speak. But like, like verbs and, and proper nouns are all like stink words. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Stinkachu. Now, what is that? He uses smell instead he uses of lightning. Uses smell of electricity. Now, what if my house was powered by smell, and I had to smell really bad to to keep the lights on? See, I I, I think, you know, we're all talking about renewable energy, <laughs> and, and and getting us off of these these uh, uh, dinosaur bone juice. Yeah. Why are why aren't we powering ourselves on trash? Uh, I think part of the problem is it's hard to make really stinky stuff. The stinkiest stuff is yeah. really hard to make. There are there are some landfills who like collect their methane and power local uh, neighborhoods on. on yeah, stink. my grandma's ventilator is powered by a landfill methane right now. Yeah, and if people don't throw away enough stinky stuff, she's gonna die. Yeah, there's no backup generator. They it's on top of the landfill or her bed. Yeah. She's begging her neighbors <laughs> to throw away the stinky stuff. Please throw away th- your yeah. stinky stuff. Yeah. She, she she makes sauerkraut dinner like three times a week. So Absolutely. She, she can throw away the stinkiest <laughs> stuff she could possibly imagine. Oh, poor grandma. She's got the cleanest gut of any 90-year-old. Yeah, she has an incredibly clean gut. They have yeah. to do a colonoscopy on her all That's the time. Nobody, nobody. <laughs> uh, it's for disease. Be, you know, people, people, people shit on sauerkraut for being smelly or whatever. Sauerkraut's great. It cleans, it cleans the fuck out of your gut. Yeah, it'll yeah, bust dude. you up. Yeah, that, I mean those old, those, you know, those old, uh, those old country Germans who were eating just cabbage, dude, cabbage. just cabbage all uh, day. Now Hitler finding out he's about to lose the war. That's a sauerkraut. (laughs) 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 We need to start doing that. We we need to start bringing in some uh, big man energy. (laughs) 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 Next up is Putt Moss. (laughs) 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 The horseshoe thrower. Putt Putt Moss. Putt (laughs) Moss. Famous horseshoe thrower Putt Mossman was Orville Putter Putt was Mossman a, was returning a returning <laughs> guest, a long-standing returning guest on the Johnny Carson show. I feel, we're not going to even prof- burn this off in just this episode. We are absolutely using the name Putt Mossman for something serious. Absolutely, that is, that is incredible. Homerly energy. Just dare like, just like say say the punchline to a joke that doesn't exist really quick. Like it doesn't have to even be funny. Oh. Uh, those are not my nipples. Hey! <laughs> God, it's good energy. <laughs> I 
Even the extended Heyo is yeah. even better. Yeah. All right, do it again. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I always say, I'm not a chameleon. <laughs> Incredible. Can you imagine if... <laughs> There's a Tonight Show episode where Johnny Carson goes out, does one joke, and Ed McMahon holds that note for 90 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> like, Kenny G. <laughs> Ed McMahon, Ed McMahon learns circular breathing. So <laughs> he can do the world's longest AO. He can burn a bunch of content. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, McMahon, you got to go heavy on the AOs today. We're, yeah. li- we're short. We're, we are light we on are jokes. We are 10 minutes light. You, hey, you got to do some AOs. You got to hit up them AOs real hard. <laughs> we're going to have to call in Putt and make him throw some horseshoes if we don't get some big AOs in here. We can't get Putt Mossman here quick enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, on the topic of funny names, I, 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 you, you brought up Twinkies earlier. Yeah. Weird enough, I was uh, I was doing some work earlier in uh, my... my uh, phone was cycling through podcasty articles on whatever npr mm-hmm. or some shit like that and uh, there was a person national public radio <laughs> <laughs> excuse me now national public radio yeah uh but there was like a four minute story that my phone thought i uh, should hear about a guy named colin purrington who found a mummified twinkie Hell so yeah. I feel like that was homophilia. Oh yeah, incredible. I actually, I actually saw that story too. That, Did you like, really? Yeah, wow. Because no, like, fucking, it's weird that our targeting uh, these, this, our, our news target. Yeah, rotten happens, food. You guys love this. This happens. Food. Funny name on like on local news stations and like lighter side of life uh, blogs on like NPR or whatever. Yeah. This will. This is a recurring theme. It's an epidemic in America that people find old, like old. Processed food in like a coat pocket, and then think it's worth money. Like once a year, yeah. once a year, some idiot finds an old McDonald's hamburger in a yeah. coat pocket and thinks like, and then he's like, "This is my retirement plan." Have we talked about the Iceland McDonald's? No. Uh, okay, this is from November second, twenty nineteen. Uh, Iceland's last McDonald's order just turned ten. There are no more McDonald's in Iceland in two thousand nine. The last McDonald's closed, and they just put the last order in a case, and it yeah. has not changed at all because it it doesn't change. But it's like a big deal in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, the no, last McDonald's order in Iceland. There's like I saw the story about a guy who was like, like I I, I went to McDonald's as a you teenager. Can, like, it's a it's a tourist attraction. Yeah, I, it's just, this guy was like. Wow. He was on his lo- local news station. He was like, I went to uh, McDonald's as a high schooler. I, I accidentally forgot one of the burgers in my glove compartment of my car. Found it a week later. It looked perfectly fine. So I was like, let's just see how long this lasts. And that was 35 years ago. <laughs> and now I'm looking for buyers. Who wants the world's oldest McDonald's hamburger? Like, this is my retirement plan. Like, what What do you mean? Nobody wants Nobody wants a 35-year-old There hamburger. have literally been billions and billions of those sold, guy. Nobody wants the world's oldest McDonald's hamburger. All right. Except for maybe... No, I kind of want the world's <laughs> oldest McDonald's hamburger. He, his plan was to retire on this burger, so you better... Better be willing to pay up. <laughs> Putt Mossman's first name is Oren. Oren Putt Mossman. Putt Mossman. I, I have seen on the Find a Grave website, <laughs> that, which comes up like fourth if you look for Putt Mossman, they refer to him as Oren Putman Putt Mossman. Oren Putman Putt Mossman is the funniest shit in the world. Man, oh man. He's not famous for anything other than just being good at horseshoes. That's great. Uh, I mean, horseshoes are I mean, fun. There's it's a long game we don't explore enough. Yeah, well, you need a stake in the ground that can yeah, handle it, it involves thrown at it, it. it involves like, like permanent. Uh, but I mean, you can put uh, you. I mean, you can hammer the stakes down. You can put. You can put those, things, put those things in the ground. You can hammer. The, I mean, you can bring the set with you and just hammer them in the ground if you're near a beach yeah. or something. Ooh, oh. I think I have a set of horseshoes. If you got a set of horseshoes, we should just hammer those stakes. We're in the, absolutely yeah. gonna have yeah. to do that. We should. we should explore hand grenades too while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> We should experiment with the yeah. grenades. Yeah, let's just see what, where it takes let's us. Let's see where. Yeah, let's let's just follow. Uh, I think that uh, lawn games is the height of culture <laughs> in civilization. Absolutely. There's. There I mean, so yeah, there the were, guy who grew up in the sewer like, would say that there's there's lawn actually, games are the height a, of culture. There's an actual documented uh, era in British history 
where there's like a, like a 45 year period where more sports were invented than at any other time in human history, like combined because it was like, it was like right after the industrial revolution and it was the first time that people like normal people had <laughs> leisure time. Yeah, free time like in the history of the world. What the hell do we do? All <laughs> so, so they just started going outside and like hitting different size <laughs> balls with different size clubs and they're calling them all sports. And, uh, and I love that energy. <laughs> I, th- I, that's all I did as a kid. I would get home yeah. from school and we're going to be like, all right, time to play the game where we throw half full cans of Coke at the wall and whoever gets the biggest splash gets to run around the garage or whatever. Oh yeah, dude. I, yeah, as a, as you know, I, it was me and my sister who was, who didn't want to play as many sport or whatever. Uh, My favorite game coming home from school was to throw I like different shaped balls uh, onto my slanted roof <laughs> from the back of my yard and try to run to the house and catch them before they I thought the you were going to talk about your lonely man football that you got. Uh, yeah. You want to hear about the world's uh, – I think I've told both of you what about the it? world's uh, loneliest toy. Is it the football I, with the flat side? No. It, so uh, my favorite player growing up in football was Jerry Rice, and yeah, he they? came out with uh, like a, to- a toy. It was basically marketed as like a training tool. Cool. And like years later in adulthood, I realized how sad this toy was because it was uh, a football on a, a long elastic string with a Velcro bracelet at the end. And you would strap yourself to it and throw a football and, and it, would it would just come rocket back it back at you. So you, it was a way to play catch by yourself. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about that. We're talking about that right before we went up north. Yeah. You also your lawn chairs at my house, that green one. Oh yeah. We we're gonna put it in the car and they were like it doesn't fit and we just like threw it on the lawn. I forgot about this it. This is good podcast uh, this is good business. Podcast chat. We're <laughs> talking about lawn sports. Lawn chairs are a lawn. Yeah, we're adjacent. talking about the lawn chair. We're talking I about lawns. House. You yeah. know what I feel like lawn sports really are though? I feel like we established like major sports or whatever, right? Uh, baseball, football, yep. whatever, yep. whatever, what have you. Yeah. Even even lumping in like ultimate frisbee or whatever or frisbee golf, whatever, right? Those are those are somewhere in between lawn mm-hmm. sports and regular sports. But I feel like we then found out that it takes two to make a team. All right, right, exactly that. <laughs> but also, <laughs> yes, a third thing though. <laughs> I can go right out of sight, but also uh, it takes. Uh, no, it takes somebody with athletic ability. So then we were like, okay, we need sports, but without athletic ability. Where right. would you put bowling in this equation? <laughs> bowling, I, I would say it's somewhere in between sports. Where would you put baseball in this equation? Because there's a handful. I think baseball is where we got a, a true taste of, oh, fucking slobs can just the be. Most, like, this is a game that requires also, reaction time. The most oh, famous oh. baseball player of all time is a drunken, fat asshole who, who could barely walk to first base by the end of his career honestly and that uh, that's part of the reason i like hockey because we're like all right you're allowed to just punch anyone you want there are no other sports that have a combat portion of uh i feel like like there used to be more fighting uh in other sports there is and it just went away i really feel like 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 (laughs) brawls like bench clearing brawls in baseball especially like old time you guys ever been in a brawl like no. a brawl is one of the funniest things in the world. No, we got a I was in a brawl when I was 19 and it was one of the funniest days oh, of my man. life. There's this uh, there's a Netflix show, like a documentary series called Home Field. And it's just about these really niche sports around the world. And there's one episode where these dudes play. It, it is it's very similar to it's like a rugby American football hybrid. So like the offense has the ball yeah. and their goal is to advance it. Uh, to the to the uh, end zone, and the defense but is supposed to kill them. The, the, instead of like blocking like an American football, they do <laughs> they fist fight. No. Yeah, they do one on one fist fight. A roving brawl. Yes. So 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 like the offensive guard will will uh, uh, approach a defensive player and they will just start fist fighting. It is it is that is wild. incredible. That's gladiator. Yeah. Shit. 
it, uh, it, it's in this like one town in Italy, and they uh, there's three teams, three professional teams in the town, and they all play around ro- robin. So there's only like four games a year because these dudes like there's like broken they all jaws. Go to the yeah, they, they like they each play each other, and then they play a championship, and that's you ever it. Seen, like the leather oily mud wrestling. You guys ever see that? There's like one some Eastern European country that has a big wrestling match every year where these guys wear these very tight leather cropped pants I'm into and they get this. oiled up in mud wrestle. And it is incredible. It's like cauliflower ear, oh, like yeah. violent mud wrestling. Oh, yeah. I like how lawn sports transcend high and low culture. You have like sweater lawn sports like croquet, croquet. and cricket yeah. and bocce and shuffleboard and then you have like <coughs> got to toss a beer in a hole or whatever the fuck we'll put a beer can on this stick and try to knock it down yeah nothing absolutely. demeans your game like using a k where there should be a c like in can jam, can jam. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. crusty the clown energy yeah, it's absolutely. like can jam it means it's fun well i mean i guess there would be can jam is fun we love to be fair to our That's audience my favorite long we're can jam guys okay so so then what would be you know, let's say Can Jam, right? So Can Jam is clearly like the uh, the the trash, Pinnacle. the trash version of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were gonna go the other way with it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and like the sense the, of culture's warped. The little, the, the more the, too long. the more upscale one that I'd still would. I mean, like would be frisbee golf. Would then would yeah. them? Oh yeah, really highbrow stuff with frisbee golf. But it's yeah, more guys in polo shirts play frisbee golf. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying that's a, the sweater version of it, right? So we got guys the trash version. Yeah, <laughs> the sweater version, <laughs> the, the trash version, and then what would be like the the okay for that the, one would be ultimate frisbee. The richest thing you could possibly play is croquet. We can all agree with that. Why is that? I think polo because you need a fucking horse, don't you? <laughs> yeah, well, polo. Yeah, yeah, that is horse you croquet. Got to have horse, dude. It's yeah. horse croquet. It is horse croquet. It's horse croquet. That extends beyond the uh, definition. That's of not a traditional one. It's not a you only so play I, polo on lawns. I was. I think say, that by definition, polo is well, absolutely then a lawn sport. We would sport. get into the the is t- tennis isn't a lawn sport, even though you play it on uh, grass. Uh, above ground swimming is that a lawn sport? Oh boy, no, <laughs> I, no, because it's not? on sand. Okay, you put sand down on your. On your I don't put pool. sand ground down. You don't have an above ground pool. That's true. Have you ever <laughs> broken an above ground pool? What about, like, That's one of the touch? craziest things I've ever seen. That's one of the main things I never want to do. Uh, it's very uh, insane to watch an above ground pool broke. <laughs> I remember me and my friend uh, Young, we were both decided we were going to jump over the side of an above ground pool at the same time. <laughs> and we were like getting big at this point. Sure. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, we, hit the, <laughs> we hit that wall yeah. and it like it like buckled a little bit and then like a tiny, it punctured the side and it was just like a freaking over. tsunami. Uh, it was remember crazy. That, remember when remember when Preston Lacey birthed himself through the side of, <laughs> <laughs> the side of an abrupt crossroad? <laughs> I forgot Preston Lacey. Ooh, I think about him every day. Think about him every day. Uh, I was so I was gonna say cricket, but that is not a long sport. Uh, which one's cricket? Because which one's becomes, cricket? That's like that's like British. Yeah, with like the baseball. flat bat. Oh yeah, you yeah, like yeah, wear sweaters for. One of my favorite. But it okay, well, tennis would be real. What would badminton be? Would that be real? Or that's would that be a lawn, That's a lawn badminton's sport. a lawn sport. Is tennis a lawn sport though? No. no. Okay, how is badminton? You need a badminton because you don't have to be athletic to play badminton. <laughs> but you can. You're be. alienating half our audience. I guess you would have to be like that's the thing because you kind of you take the big sport of tennis, you yeah. dumb it down to like a, a travel version of it. But yeah. then there are people who get crazy good at the travel version. The dumbed down version of tennis right now is pickleball you guys play pickleball? i've never played pickleball pickleball is you play in a shorter tennis court but you're playing it on a regulation tennis court they just move the, the lines to about half okay you have a wooden paddle like a giant ping pong paddle got it and you're using a wiffle ball hell yeah it's traditionally for old people who don't have the mobility to move around fast yeah got Bad it. but if you are Athletic enough, if you're young enough to play it, you can really whip that fucking thing as hard yeah, as you dude. want because it's not going to go anywhere. So the I mean, volume that's the back and forth like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. <laughs> is uh, very like fun. That's the same stuff though, because like, okay, so even wiffle ball, you know, you go from baseball to like t ball to wiffle ball, and fucking professional wiffle ball is insane. Like people can Excuse like spiral me? curve. Wait a minute. There's professional wiffle ball. Yeah, have you never seen? No. Go watch some professional Ooh, wiffle wee. ball. That stuff is so. It's like people like. 
throwing that ball like in insane speed with crazy curves, like crazy curve on crazy it. Crazy. Did you guys ever do bowling in gym class where no. you just My set up high plastic had pins? It. Yeah. And like I remember being a kid and just throwing like oh. a foam ball at pins in elementary school. My high school had rocks. A, a bowling class that was a gym credit, and you <sighs> and last hour of class or last hour of school. You drove to the local bowling alley and bowled. I fucked up so bad by not joining the bowling team or the golf team in high school. I ran track instead. I could have just played golf for free all of high school. Or I could have just gone to the bowling alley every day and bowled. That's incredible dirtbag energy. Really? I I miss out on that, That is intense dirtbag. I never thought of it that way. Like, you could just spend all of your days just golfing, Can you imagine? I've only been golfing twice in my life. I've never actually really golfed on golf. I golfed in a league from, like, fifth grade to ninth grade. We should do a homophilic golf outing. Yeah, we should. What would my handicap be? Just a million, I don't know. 100? I, we'll have to find the, out. Like, I went once. Just said 100. I don't even know if that works that way. <laughs> I went like once with my friends in high school, and my grandpa let me borrow his clubs, and he like packed the big pocket of his golf bag with balls. He's like, this is way more than you'll ever need. And I came back with zero because I just... I just slice it and like, hook it. Wait, is there a difference between a hook understand. and a slice? Uh, Yeah, hook and slice. A hook is away and slices. A hook towards. is what put you put on your hand when you get it chopped off, and, and you a, know what somebody did last summer. And you know what somebody did last summer. <laughs> yeah. And a slice is uh is an off is like the an off brand of Seven Up. The yeah, secret yeah, yeah, to sure. golf okay. is it's just an excuse to smoke weed and drink outside. Oh. That's what all like when guys like go away for a golf trip. It's just how boomers smoke weed. That's where they go to smoke weed. That's where old people they go, go to smoke, smoke weed and get drunk and smoke cigars. So is that is. Is Donald Trump just getting ripped ass high on the golf course? Uh, well, I don't think he does any drugs aside from from oxy from speed. Yeah, that's been, uh, yeah Adderall, whatever form of speed he's constantly yeah. uh, inhaling. Crank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just an excuse for boomers to get drunk and high. Damn, dude. Yeah. You guys ever caddy? Did you do that growing up? No, uh, I wish I did. Oh, that was an there is a there is a fraternity, uh, uh, on almost every campus in America. Where they did is only for people who caddied in high school, and they pay for your school and your room and board. That's what's it called? I, did. I forget what I it's called. It's called the Evan Scholar. Yeah, the Evan Scholar. Yeah, that's I true. I did it. I was caddying because I wanted to get the Evan yeah. Scholar. I was doing it at Bloomfield Hills Country Club, and after like a couple weeks, I was like, I absolutely cannot Dude, do this. I, My parents were so pissed that I couldn't. Uh, so I, I was in, uh, in in Redford or nearby growing up and there's a Western golf and country club there, which I lived, I lived near. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did the entire caddy training and like, it was like a week of training and you had to like learn stuff and like do stuff. And the very first person that I was supposed to caddy for, I'm what, I'm 13 years Tiger old, Woods. something like that. No, was he was Woods. just some drunk fucking piece of shit asshole. And I ended up throwing his clubs on the ground oh. and leaving. And yeah. Dude, banned. that is how, yeah. that's how I, th- my parents yeah. were so mad at me for He quitting. pissed me off so bad. And he just kept like, per- he was like the dude who was just being a dick to like, look at like to make his friends laugh and say like, watch me being a dick to this kid who's. You know, I'm just like trying to work like you my first You know what's really real funny job. is an adult being an asshole to a child. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I threw his clubs and I quit. And yeah, I yeah. never got paid. Shout out to my friend Samantha Mazzola. She's the one who got me into caddying. And I did it and I hated it and quit. And she stuck with it and got the Evans scholarship and went to school for free. Yeah. So shout out to her. Uh, she's a... Uh, I think like a front staff engineer at United Troy now. The Evans Scholar House at U of M is the only place I've ever seen somebody attempt a solo um, uh, uh, keg keg stand. What? What? What did you say? A solo keg stand. Oh, Oh, you did. Okay, cool. That's what I thought you were trying to say. Yeah, it was insane. (laughs) Awesome. That's cool. He 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 ran. Just being like gymnast strong and doing. It was it was uh, he like ran down the hallway at the keg and tried to. He jumped at it and tried to grab it with his hands. Uh, he, cut, he cut something on some shot. No, he just he had to. He like he pummel horsed off of the keg stand and put a dent in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely insane. Why? Since, now that I've been doing more like body weight yoga stuff, I feel like I could get to a point where I could do a handstand on a keg if mm-hmm. I kept this trajectory. But I would need someone else to put the pump in my mouth and do it. Yeah. Yeah, he tried I to do it. He tried, first of all, he tried to get gain momentum you don't towards need it. Momentum. You know that. You're not going forward. You're going <laughs> yeah, up, man. He didn't need that. 
<laughs> Darren, give us a give us it a. It would be so. It would also be give funny. Us a punchline. A punchline. Yeah. Uh, it's like they always say: you can't have a windstorm without two pieces of loose leaf. Hello. really funny if he was like i'm gonna attempt a solo keg stand and he just ran as fast as he could at the keg and then just picked it up and ran away it, with it just stole the keg he just ran away full speed with the keg uh, that would be the, the most like what would anyone do yeah you'd be yeah. like fuck what, I'm not, what are we gonna run after yeah. that guy the that it is funny because like uh College kids have absolutely no concept of money yeah. or how much. No stuff, concept. No concept of money, how much they're spending to be there, how much they should respect uh, uh, the debt they're putting themselves in. The only thing the only thing that registers with a college kid is the deposit on a kid. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely. The, that's the only time in a college kid's life that, the, that money matters <laughs> i remember going to a party you know it's like everyone's throwing five bucks for a cup and the party wound down and i was there with my buddy art and we were there with this other dirt bag and everyone's like passed out and too fucked up and this dirt bag kid looked in one of the bedrooms and saw that they had just thrown the whole pile of money on the floor mm-hmm. and i watched him just grab all of it and book <laughs> it out the door he probably stole four hundred dollars from insane. this the first from time the underwater hockey house at msu <laughs> <laughs> the first time i went to a party at michigan state i almost got in a fight i almost was i will i was almost attacked <laughs> because uh uh because like uh we walked up to a house party and I was like with my state friends, and for whatever reason, I was like in the front of the pack as as we walk up. And this dude at the door was like, "All right, five bucks for a cup." And I was like, uh, "All right, yeah, sure." And I like grabbed the cup, and he like accosted, "No, no, no, man! Like, what the fuck are you doing?" Because I went to Michigan, and that is not like it is. It is a hard and fast uh, um, socialism rule yep. that it that you. Do not pay for booze at house parties. Absolutely. You like you walk into a house party at Michigan and there's just stacks of cups and everybody and I it like it. When blew I got my to mind. NYU, uh, I mean the party culture there was different because no one had houses, but yeah. it was the same thing. Like there's booze, you're gonna drink, it's gonna be fine. Michigan State only pl- only place I've ever partied where it's like. I mean, you gotta give me five dollars. They do it at Western, yeah, but like, yeah, like they do it at Wayne Wayne State too. Wayne State, five dollars a cup is like standard in a lot of places. Yeah, it it caught caught me completely off guard. It's uh, I would not do. I'm an adult now. I would not do that. Yeah, but that'd be very funny if I did invite a bunch of people to my house party. (laughs) That's what we do. I mean, we run a bar. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. I five bucks So yeah. I, we charge our friends we charge our so friends five dollars a drink now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's Hell called, yeah. But, but now that we're out of college it's called capitalism. Capitalism. Yeah. Right. So that's so college is the sweater version, the bar is the <laughs> pro sports. And then what would be the what would be the trash version? Uh, having uh, having uh, uh, having forty PBRs in a kiddie pool in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so That's just, what I'm going home so the, tonight. The, the, the five houses adjacent to mine every day in the summer. Bro, yeah. I'm psyched for the part of the year we're about to get into when I can leave drinks outside and they're gonna stay cold. Oh yeah. I'm starting. You, you get to a certain point where like you can't keep an unopened like fizzy water in your car because mm-hmm. it explodes. <laughs> Gotta start being careful with that. Oh yeah. Although, like, you can't it's a, throw a case of PBR outside. That'll freeze. That'll sh- that you can freeze some PBRs. Yeah, you can freeze beer. Not the alcohol. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Not the alcohol part, but the rest of it. Yeah. Where's the alcohol go? Huh? Wherever it wants to. To the bottom. Okay. It might to the bottom. Wherever it wants to. And it's got a, might it's, of its, it's own. It's an adult. Yeah, it's allowed to do whatever it wants. It's at least 21. It yeah. has to be. It sense. has to be at least. Yeah. It, it, or it, it can't be in that can. It can't be in that can. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's, allowed to be in a beer can. It's an adult that can do whatever it wants. <laughs> yes. Famously, adults can do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, I have never met a situation where that hasn't been true for me. <laughs> I re- <laughs> You grew up feral in the sewers, buddy. Yeah, and I've done whatever I wanted since birth. I was be- I was very excited at the concept of it when we were watching uh, MVP 
uh, most valuable most primate, valuable uh, primate. Uh, where he plays hockey. And they were like trying to arrest him. And I was like, you don't have to follow their laws. You're a monkey. Yeah. He, None of the laws apply to you. They can't put you in jail. If only he had the capacity <laughs> to sign, I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> Can you imagine what hell we'd be in if apes all signed sovereign citizen shit? Sovereign citizen. Holy moly. You can't put him in a zoo. You can't do anything to him. No, you can't do it. Bite your face off. Uh, if if any listeners out there, if there is possibly anybody still listening to this at this point, <laughs> uh, uh, I would highly recommend you Becoming watching sovereign- oh. <laughs> specifically the scene in... <laughs> Most valuable primate, where the older son of the family first sees the monkey, because whoever whoever wrote and directed this film decided to put a solid, silent. Oh, minute, I forgot about that. A minute, yeah, and where half, he comes down the stairs, and it's just it's yeah. like a minute and a half of pure silence, no noise, no music, no like no soundtrack. Silence. I forgot just about a that. Cuts between the monkey and the kid looking at each other different ways. Just like silently, perfect. Eye fluttering confusion. It's it not was, perfect. It, it was one of the weirdest things unsettling. I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah, it was shot like a horror movie. Yeah, it was. It's very. It's very Tim and Eric. Like normally, part of me thinks that like these, they just fucking somebody forgot to score this and was just too proud at the, at the yeah, like no, the focus group or yeah. something. This is cinema verite. It's gotta be it, dude. I want, I want this part of the movie to be cinema verite. Well, I want this part to be bad. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I intentionally made this part of the movie bad. You gotta have bad parts of the movie so you can have good parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta so, have some bad parts of the, the movie. Honestly, the good parts of the movie don't land the way you want them to unless they're offset by the bad yeah, parts. Yeah, you have a bunch of sucky so, parts yeah, of the movie. Yeah, you show a bunch of bad parts of the movie the really good parts like re- are then really good that's what i felt as a kid when i was watching titanic i had to watch them dance and eat shit yeah. and do whatever so i could watch them drown i had to watch i had to see that lady's tits when all i wanted to see was some mass destruction <laughs> i want to see that shit go i don't want to see two people fucking a car when I i'm trying see to everyone die on a yeah. boat Oh, you know, I don't care about two people fucking in a car when I... No, I, I can oh, see that literally anywhere. All I want is to see a guy get decapitated by the propeller. I can look at any car and see fucking. I'm never going to see a guy get I've chopped in half so by the Titanic. I've seen so many people fucking a car. I've, oh, what I've never seen is somebody slide all the way down the deck of a <laughs> ship into the water. <laughs> oh, man, when that guy gets cut in half by the propeller, when he's fighting, he's like, ah! Donk! <laughs> he, he makes the sound of a, a field goal that hits the uprights. <laughs> <laughs> Donk! <laughs> Hey! Can you imagine punting a grown man into the field goal post and it cutting him in half? <laughs> you just there was you hit it, but you I did it with your mouth. That was funny. I needed uh, the bass and the. Boom. Uh, this happened in a college football game this weekend. What did uh, Rice University? They were tied at thirty-four with three seconds left, and they kicked the field goal to win. And he got, the guy kicked it, and it hit the right upright, and then it fell, and it hit the crossbar, and then it bounced over and hit the left upright, and then it bounced down and hit the crossbar again, <laughs> and then it bounced out, and they didn't win. I like Rice University, but if I've been like going for runs and stuff, sometimes I'll do Fry's University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, I was just when looking. I'm feeling bad. I'll do French Fry's University <laughs> if I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> If when I'm, I'm, feeling, if I'm when really it, taking care of myself, I'll do broccoli. University. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna do cauliflower, steam cauliflower rice university. <laughs> <laughs> if I, uh, uh, <laughs> that's a dumb joke. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We can try what again. Up? We can try again. Uh, if I'm feeling like I've uh, you know had a good week, I'll do fries university. Now it's a good joke. Yeah, now it's a good joke. Yeah, really, uh, high yo energy really makes anything into a good punchline. Yeah. You don't you, let you don't have to be that funny because that's screaming at you. All the time. That's one. That's one thing that I, that no Tonight Show host has unlocked since Carson. A man is, with dementia is 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 a man to mask your bad jokes with screaming. <laughs> like now they all now they all have sidekicks that like. Point out to the audience how bad their jokes are. Yeah, they're like uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, wrote a bad joke today. Dude, that was uh, that was so good. Yeah. Who wrote that? Uh, you just need a man with full-on dementia who looks like oh. a candle melting. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Johnny Carson just hired this fucking gorilla to shout at him. And, uh, yeah, but that's like again, that's like gorilla. this is the era. This is the era of late night TV where it's just Dean Martin hammered, ashing in people's drinks. That's, like, that's, that's like, the funniest yeah. shit in the world. Yeah, that's like I've never felt like oh, this is just me and my friends drunk, dicking around, yeah, like watching Dean Martin just ashing. There's people's nothing drinks. that's ever been on Jimmy Fallon that is funnier <laughs> than watching Dean Martin ash and his drunken friends drink four times and him not, not <laughs> and the incredible and the guy's like thinks everyone's laughing at his bit it is not and no one is no one is. I've he never was, wanted to smoke a cigarette more than watching Dean Martin just yeah. ash and people ash drink. this drunk just guy it just glazed <laughs> over his this face is, drunk yeah, and sweaty this sweaty sausage of a man was telling his meandering anecdote that went, that went absolutely nowhere the most noodly piece of shit story <laughs> like, it's so funny to me they were all patiently letting him tell this story that didn't go anywhere for the 60 million people on my TV. 60 million people are watching this drunk asshole <laughs> tell a story that is clearly not going to finish well. And Dean Martin is just patiently ashing his cigarette in this man's drink over and over again to oh. a harder and harder laughter. It's funny that like Jerry Lewis and, and Dean Martin were a team and Dean Martin was the singer and Jerry Lewis was the comedian. And all of Jerry Lewis's dumbass, nutty professor, garbage shit movies yeah. suck. And Dean Martin's the funniest person in the world for ashing to get his drink a bunch of times. That uh, fucking rocks. Yeah, that's great. Holy shit. Dean Martin's, Dean Martin's the funniest person yeah. in the world. Oh, my God. If only, yeah, I, they, they, they need that right now because it's like. They need a guy ashing how do you, people's you drinks. Can't, you can't make like. You can't make solid current events jokes right now. Like, like it just <laughs> no, it, it, it would be so much better if it was just like you know, if it was just like, uh, I like I'm uh higher than uh than that fly snuff and hairspray on <laughs> Pence's head, and the guy's just like, <laughs> that's gonna make it. Hi yo, it's gonna. And like a lot of times, McMahon was like. He's not standing at the podium. He's directly <laughs> in Johnny Carson's face. <laughs> <laughs> like shouting it into his open mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> That's just, yeah. Oh, my God. Just, the, he looks like. What other, so there was the, the, the horseshoe guy is just famous <laughs> for horseshoes. Yeah. Yep. Who else is on, like, Tiny, Tiny. Tiny Tim. Tiny just Tim playing creepy songs on the just, ukulele. Yeah. Creep, creepy ukulele guy. Who else no, is that? We saw that guy. Bananas animal handler, man. Oh, oh yeah, the man. animal handler. We watched a, we watched a clip. Uh, we watched a clip of a, some fucking hayseed that <laughs> Carson found who was collecting <laughs> owl shit and making necklaces <laughs> out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's disrespectful guy. to just the flyover people of America. Absolutely, Johnny Carson somehow found a hayseed from like Arkansas who had barn owls, and this guy would encase owl, owl shit in, like, in gloss in plastic, plastic, and was selling it as jewelry. Or he had the woman who had all the potato chips that looked like different things. Oh yeah, and then he did the "I'm gonna eat your potato chip" bit. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that was a great yeah, thing. They they make fun of that person on Simpsons eventually too. Yeah, they do. Oh. I like uh, Johnny Carson. Uh, I know he had like a, a friendly middle of America thing, but he seems like a fairly urbane person because oh, yeah. he's rich and shit. But I think he grew up in like dirt shithole ass Nebraska, which is also funny that he's That's like. Great. Uh, Look, have you, guys, have you guys been to dirt shithole ass? It's a great town. <laughs> yeah, dirt shithole ass Nebraska is. Uh, it's a really quaint town. They've they, got a they've got a phenomenal yeah. big boy there. Yeah, it was the get, first one. Yeah, it's the first one. It's really good. Because you know, like the big boy saw us everywhere else. It's just like a kind of kind of honestly. Nobody knows that, but it it was just called boy at that. Point. It was just called boy. <laughs> They didn't have anything to compare him to. He was, like, they, they, didn't, they didn't know how big that boy was. So at that no, point, for it, all they, it could have been small boy. That, Who knows? that restaurant was just called Boy. It would suck if you What's, had to eat at a restaurant called Small Boy. <laughs> My favorite. We need to go eat at Small Boy. We're going down to Small Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, my boy's big. <laughs> Yeah, man, they took the boy out. They're like, holy shit. That boy is huge. actually huge. <laughs> this boy is fucking huge. All those statues outside, those are life size. Those, yeah. Those that... are plaster molds of the original guy's corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't grow any older. He just got bigger. He just got huge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he had the me- he had the mental capacity of a boy his entire they life. They went to franchise they went to franchise it and they're like, This this boy is Massive. This is one of the why biggest boys this, I've ever is, seen. This, is, this boy is too big to just be called boy. <laughs> we can't just call him boy. We can't just call him boy. Look how big he is. 
Well, let's fucking call it big boy. We gotta call him big boy. Now we've got something. Now is what they we're said. gonna become rich. Now you're gonna put a shithole ass Nebraska on the map. <laughs> we talk about. Have we talked about the big boy that uh, I used to hang out at? It, the big boy by uh, shout out Mike Howells, my roommate Mike's uh, house where he grew up. The one by my high school recently burned down. Hell and yeah. they're like, we're going to rebuild it. But in the meantime, check it out. And now they just have a permanent big boy food truck next to the burnt down big Hell boy. Yeah. They're like, we know you still want the sandwich. Come to the burnt down big boy and eat out of a truck. That's that's great. It There's a, rocks. I'm there for it. There's a restaurant in Muskegon that is is big boy adjacent, but it's like an independent. Mm-hmm. It's called Russ's Family Dining. Mm. And it's just like, it's just where like uh, every 90 year old eats dinner at 3.30. Oh, yeah. But half of Russ's is called the Telendine. And it, it, so there's the normal Russ's and then the Telendine. And it, back there, each booth has a rotary phone. And when you get them, like, there's a menu on the table when you sit down and you just pick up the phone and call a and sex worker. <laughs> No, the phone. The phone has just a direct line to the kitchen, and some asshole in the kitchen answers the phone, and you you tell them their your order over the phone, and then they bring. So Can you imagine being like, I need to cut out the middleman. I want to talk to the line cook. Yeah. You know who's known for customer service? The line cook. The line cooks. The strung out, fucking red eyed, like smoking a cigarette and flipping burgers guy. It is, yeah. It's uh, I never because we just would go there as kid. I would never realize how weird it was until <laughs> I've never seen that anywhere else. It, it fucking <laughs> sucks. Line I, cooks in every restaurant yeah. I'd be at. They're like, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette. They'd go outside and they would pinch like a Marlboro 68, like yeah. the shortest cigarettes, as hard as they could, and smoke it in one inhale. They go. Ugh. And they go Lick back it in. and go back in. And they would I, blow smoke back into the kitchen as they walked we like, in. <clears throat> like, as kids, my sister and I would, like, fight over who got to call the order in. I can't even imagine how infuriated the person. Who got to person. talk to the stoned 48-year-old <laughs> yeah. man. Or just how mad they were that they were talking to an 8-year-old. Like, all right, just, kid, just fucking tell me the Every order. Every time I have to talk to an 8-year-old right now, I'm like, what, what, uh, spit it out, kid. Yeah, spit it out. I only talk to the smartest 8-year-olds, though. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to. How do you I, have access to smart eight year olds? Uh, I run the. I run. Uh, I'm the head of scripts. The people that oh, run wow. the spelling bee. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! I'm talking to the smartest eight year olds on the planet. How did you get that gig? Uh, uh, he beat the leader of Spluds. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> Spluds in the scripts. <laughs> the Spluds in the scripts. God damn it! He, he just clapped for his own I just want you, I just want everybody listening to know that Darren was the one applauding, applauding, applauding for his own joke. I, I really like that one. I wouldn't be if I, I, that was a good joke, dude. That's a good fucking joke. That's an incredible. The spluds and the scripts, and the sparks and the splats. God, I like. I was ready for you to like unplug our microphones and just give it an applause break yeah. for a while, dude. I should have. I should have done it. I can't believe Andrew has access to some of the smartest children in the world. Being yeah. in charge of the spelling bee is an incredible, incredible responsibility. Yeah. Because you got to make up some of those words. That's how a lot of those words get put in the dictionary. they got to make them up for the spelling bee. The spelling bee? Yeah, those kids got to figure it out. I always, when I was really little, I thought the spelling bee was a bee that spelled. I've had to buy some people the spelling plan bee uh, <laughs> after... Like you know, it, 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 we've all been there, and you have to, and you have to go to the store, and you got to pay, you know, 50, yeah. fifty bucks to get them the spelling plan beam. <laughs> yeah, it's over the counter now, though. I mean, you can just you can get it wherever. Yeah, you can get where. Yeah, it's really easy. It's not like you don't have to talk to anybody. Maybe not in Amy Coney Bryant's America. Yeah, Amy. Uh, a- uh, Amy Coney. Amy Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Amy Conan O'Brien's America. <laughs> Everyone has to do the string dance. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's gonna play old timey baseball. Hell yeah! I like um, that Conan O'Brien played old timey baseball one time on his show that's been going on for like twenty five years, and that is that's your one reference for that shit. Conan O'Brien absolutely is just the master of <laughs> shitting on regular people. He absolutely. took the Johnny Carson like I'm gonna dunk on Hayseeds yeah. and be like, like let me take this on go. the road. Letterman would go like work the drive-through at a McDonald's, right? But that was fun. Conan O'Brien would just be like, "You guys are fucking." It's stupid. absolutely hilarious to watch Conan O'Brien 
tape a segment in somebody's business that they've spent their entire life building up, and he just goes there to eviscerate Just shit on it. <laughs> and this giant Harvard-educated rich man yeah. is going to come shit on what you like. <laughs> but he's so endearing when he does it. But yeah. Funny. yeah, I he, hate normal people. He's so rude, but in the charmingest way yeah. possible. <laughs> I love when I'm watching a rich guy, and he makes me go, I hate all these regular yeah, I people. I hate these fucking <laughs> these poor stupid fucks. These, these poor the rich guys good. <laughs> just yeah. This guy that clearly hates what he's doing for <laughs> for millions of dollars a year. He's right. These people that are just chasing their these dreams. Fucking stupid idiots are garbage. I was on a um a work call today. No. Uh I was on a vision quest. I was on a work call today uh on Zoom and uh there was like uh the head of the organization that funds my like the person at the Y that I've never met that's in charge of Y Arts was like on the call with all the DCP people. And she was like, so I'm just curious, like what kind of like creative stuff are you guys doing uh, in the pandemic? And people were like, bah, 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 bah. I was like, well, I've been uh, I've been recording my podcast, Homerphilia <laughs> in her voice, her face. When I said <laughs> the, when I said the word Homerphilia was like <laughs> Uh, like alarmed that I'm working with children. <laughs> I had to like, I had like Honestly, pause the grift of all you perverts working with children. Is crazy. I had to pause and be like, ho- like Homerphilia. It's like a, it's like Homer Simpson love of Homer Simpson. We, it's like a Simpsons podcast. She was like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did People Mikey Brown call it. it early on? I forgot what he could. Mikey Brown said, like, yeah, whatever, your homophobia podcast. <laughs> 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 fucking cracked me up. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yes, I, I would challenge Brown any, with the zingers. I, I would challenge anybody out there who has an active disdain for The Simpsons to start to launch a competing podcast with ours called Homophobia. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, need dude. we need an enemy. <laughs> we need an enemy. We need someone to rally against. We need three we need three people who hate the Simpsons to do a podcast called we Homophobia. We need like Bizarro, the three of us who like all like like look nice and and like <laughs> shit yeah, together. And they're like well like well <laughs> manicured and well behaved. <laughs> they're not drunk. <laughs> yeah. They're well manicured and well behaved like people with their head on their shoulders who hate the Simpsons. <laughs> and the, <laughs> we are uh how many minutes in without mentioning the episode at all? Uh fifty-one forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we mentioned Whoa, the Simpsons. No, we, really no, we haven't even introduced uh, the show. No, no. Uh, so we went right into the stinky monster thing. <laughs> yeah. We're Homer Felia, the world's preeminent Simpsons podcast. We talk about a different episode of The Simpsons each oh, week. Trust my us, name is Devin Rose. We talk about the Simpsons every week. We do. Oh I swear we do. Fifty-one it's, minutes. Yeah, we're gonna. Good. I'm gonna zoom through this uh, really quick so we can be done with yeah, uh, this. It. It's really not. It's really not a bit. We are doing a podcast about The Simpsons. We, we are. Just we all have uh, ADD and cannot. Yeah. We we're just yeah, we three guys who so, can't get enough. Of all right, each other. we so today we finished the we finished season three today. So we watched the uh, episode uh, brother brother occasion. can you spare two dimes? And it's the twenty fourth and final episode of season three. Guest star Danny DeVito returns to voice Homer's uh, brother Herbert uh, Powell, and uh, Joe Frazier is a guest appearance as himself. Pretty much, uh, uh, Danny DeVito uh, or Herb uh, comes back to try and get revenge on Homer and uh, to get Homer won two thousand dollars for uh, an award uh, and. Uh, uh, the first annual Montgomery Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Uh, so Herb sees that Homer won money. Uh, Herb has an idea for a baby translator. Herb goes to try to take money, does take money, gets thing. Off the ground. Uh, that's so pretty much it. I, uh, I'm very, like, they set this up like it's going to be one of those, like, recurring theme episodes where, like, yeah. We're going to get every couple of seasons. We're going to get an Unky Herb episode. This is it. This is the last time we see him. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know if Danny DeVito got too had too many things going on, or if they just felt like they'd completed Uncle Herb's. It didn't feel story? completed. It didn't feel any more completed than any of the things that like yeah. Every so other time, if you guys feels incomplete, like every sideshow Bob episode, every crusty episode, any any of those, and you're like, oh, this is one we're gonna get. I, I would have I would have expected you to say that after this episode. I, I, the the dynamic between him and Homer. So uh, uh, for those of you who don't remember, this is the second episode that we see Uncle Herb. He is Homer's long lost half brother. Uh, in the season finale of season uh, season two, um, 
Uncle Herb is the head of a powerful Detroit-based uh, car company called Power, Powell Motors. Uh, he's Herbert Powell. And, uh, and Homer uh, uh, finds him and, wel- and Herb welcomes him into his life. And then um, Herb lets Homer design a car to disastrous consequences. Uh, that's why he's a hobo at the beginning of this episode. Um, uh, uh, and, but Homer and Herb's dynamic is really great. I like I like watching Herb or I like watching Homer like see what life could have been. I, I like that they have like uh, I like that uh, Herb is so um, acidic to Homer in this episode because of what happened in the last one. I really like their like speech together at the very end, where he's like, you know. Like, like I'm ready to let you call me brother, and I it felt like a moment where this could have been. Uh, that should be the final line of a Hulk Hogan movie. Yeah. <laughs> dude, no, I like when you call me brother. It felt like at the end, especially you can call me brother. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like at the end, especially yeah, where Homer does Homer and uh, her hug, and then Homer says the sad line of "I've never hugged a man before." Yeah. yeah, which feels like it felt to me like they were setting up this to be the like healthy man-to-man relationship yeah. that Homer's going to see because we haven't seen that really yet. Yeah. Uh, and it's surprising. Again, it surprises me that it's not going to come back. It's crazy that they follow that up with just this light gag of he buys him a chair and then he starts kissing yeah, him. exactly. I really, for some reason, I had it glued in my brain that in this episode he builds that like baby translator yeah, and, it's a and you find out it's a grift and he's doing the voice of the microphone. And I know I'm thinking of some other cartoon or another. There was a show or a movie or something like that. I feel like yeah, eh, it, wasn't what it, is. it wasn't Futurama. If anyone knows what it is and they can think of it, Please let me know because I remember this that that dynamic in yeah. the show. Maybe it was like a it could have been like a Nickelodeon, like a Hey Arnold, or a, yeah, or maybe a Rugrats. That sounds like it could have been a Rugrats situation. I could see that, which would have had similar animation. But yeah, I don't know. Damn, we're at fifty six minutes. Wow, you guys, holy. that's insane. I mean, we're at favorite apps. We're at jokes. Damn. Uh, well, a, let's touch on one last thing. Though. So uh, this episode I noticed aired three months, a little over three months after the last episode of season three. And we looked it up. And the reason for that is this was supposed to be the opener for season four. And instead they pulled it to go uh, oh, shit. ahead of the, uh, the series premiere of Martin. So uh, they were trying to get some some of their viewers over to watch Martin. So that, that's what happened. That's why this episode was weirdly in the middle of summer. Uh, yeah, that's. But, uh, but at this point now, like, yeah, we're this rolling. is the this is the like the most popular show on TV. So yeah, we're it's rolling. I yeah. tried to tell this brief anecdote uh, a couple weeks ago, not on the podcast. And I kept getting interrupted, so I stopped telling it. Because <coughs> everyone was talking over each other. I was at a house party at Mount Clemens. It was one of the dirtbaggiest parties I've ever been to. A lot of fucked up stuff going on, and fights, and drugs, and like just a real like trap house energy. All white folks, dirtbag white guys living in this apartment, and these dirtbag white ladies, and the cops broke it up. And the cops are coming into the house, and I ran into this closet or this bedroom or whatever. This place had no TV, barely had electricity. They had a huge shelf, no books on it, no DVDs, except all of the seasons of Martin completely unopened. Oh, yeah. It is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Just hiding from the cops and looking at the entire Martin like, like series in the, plastic wrap. in the plastic in a place that did not have a television. I feel like I can't interrupt you when you say I tried to tell this story and some, I, I kept getting interrupted. You see I how, wanted you see to how I lost so bad. I know because it's the kind I of story that has so a lot of interrupting bad. opportunities. Yeah, like every other word I wanted to interrupt <laughs> you. And I couldn't. To be fair, we do not like we interrupt each other more than probably any people. We in the absolutely, world. we absolutely, absolutely, we absolutely, we absolutely, we absolutely, 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 uh, I'm sticking with I don't even remember what. There were some big laughs there in this some, episode. What yeah, was, that was it? Fucking really great. What was our episode. favorite one? Mine was Homer at the bat. You guys were Colonel Homer. Yeah. Colonel Homer. Yeah. yeah, this is not better than Colonel Homer. Although I do love Danny DeVito, and I do hear him just being like alien on yeah. uh, what you call it, um, Space Jam. He just sounds like the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> same guy. There, there was some really great stuff in this episode. There was. Yeah. Um, I really ad- enjoyed it, and and like it did feel. Like, uh, it's this is technically 
the season finale of season three now because they pushed it back. It does feel like there is a tightness to this episode that some of the season three stuff was lacking. Yeah, I actually checked the uh, the timer uh, midway through this episode because it felt not long. It just if I don't know, I, I was amazed when there was three minutes left at what point in the plot we well, were they, at. Yeah. And I think they've gotten to the point where they realize they don't need to divide it into a beginning, a middle, and an end that are equal. The end of these episodes is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's like the yeah. hooks on everything all happen at once and then credit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that they realized earlier that they probably, it's probably, I mean, a, a mathematical thing. If you end it with still some like exposition at the end, people are going to tune off. I mean, it's crazy mm-hmm. how fast this episode ended. Yeah, totally. Uh, which like I, I've noticed that a couple more times. And today I actually looked because I was like, this has got to be a double episode or something because there's no way. Uh, and it wasn't uh, because they did. Yeah, no, they, they, um, they are getting to the point where they are perfecting yeah. telling telling a tight story with as much packed in there as possible in 21 minutes. Like they're like you can see them figuring out the format here uh, in a way that this episode felt really tight. The story was like. Uh, solid beginning, middle, and end, and then they just like packed it with as many gags and bits and cultural references. There was that solid 2001: A Space Odyssey reference in there Phenomenal. that was just like uh, a complete throwaway, but uh, uh, was really fun in the middle. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, favorite jokes? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going with the whole. Uh the whole Burns hating lawyers. That was incredible. To uh, me, you're all vipers. Yeah. yeah, that I mean, it's just so funny to me that Burns can have such vile for or like like such terrible feelings towards any group because he's such a terrible person. But he just clearly, clearly hates lawyers so much. Uh, and that, that whole segment was funny to me. Absolutely phenomenal. One. I was almost I was almost gonna say that's my favorite one. I think. I don't know. I, I don't I don't have a specific line from it, but Homer's just absolute fascination with the bird dipping its yeah. beak in the water. <laughs> yeah. He looks at it and goes, it's going back for yeah. more. Yeah, so that's great. He just Herb, loves it. Herb like gives him a presentation about the baby uh, interpreter thing, and he starts it with the the little toy bird dipping his beak in the water as like the simplest idea can make the most money and but then homer fix fixes a, a fixate it's on such a way that like herb unleashes a, a blueprint of the baby talker and in homer's mind he melds it back into the bird dipping thing <laughs> great bit Good that bit. was a great bit uh, i think my favorite though was probably um uh so uh herb is a homeless person i hobo yep trying to figure out what he's going to uh, like his next big idea. And he's like, I cannot like, I used to be so good at creating ideas. I cannot think of anything. Uh, and he sees a, a mother of a newborn on a bench um, who the, the newborn's crying. And the mother's like, what do you want? I just fed you. Like, do you want to go home? What do you want? And he's like, sprints up to the woman and says, lady, you just gave me the idea of the century. How can I ever repay you? And she goes, please don't hurt me. And he goes, consider it done. <laughs> that was great. Good bet. Wow. We did Ooh, it. Yes, we did it. What a good app. We, we could have three. If, if we could have easily gone for another hour of just oh, yeah. dumb garbage. Good energy. Good garbage energy. Good yeah. garbage tonight. Good garbage. You got, uh, you got sponsors. I got a sponsor. It's not a joke or a funny play on words or a pun. It is just if you should you should hire the three of us to come be your side man if you have a show Absolutely. or you need something. You should hire us to come and we will stand six inches from your face and anything you say we'll go. We'll, we'll speak like we'll speak like a Greek chorus. Absolutely, <laughs> we will do incredible hails. We will be sweaty, greasy old men in the. Biggest lapels and the dumbest suits yeah. and just incredible McMahon Absolutely. energy. Oh! 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 I, uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Ed McMahon's Play-Doh. Oh! <laughs> what was it now? It was Ed, Mc- Ed McMahon's Play-Doh. Let's <laughs> give it. Let's give it. Uh, I have a sponsor. It's a, it comes with a, an announcement from um, the offices of uh, Jonathan High and Michael C. Yo of High Yo uh, Corp. 
Uh, we stop yelling our names. Uh, we had it first, and we're not changing it. Uh, established uh, with the founding of our great state on March first, uh, eighteen sixty-seven, in dirt shit hole ass Nebraska. <laughs> oh, I also want to thank our other sponsor. Uh, it's uh, Ed McMahon's new uh, egg emulsion whipped product. Yeah. Uh, egg McMahon's mayo. Hell yeah! I got uh, one more too. Uh, it's Ed McMahon's. Uh, uh, physical uh, calisthenics program uh, where you don't need any weights or anything. You just use your own body uh, as resistance. It's called uh, Ed McMahon's Pio. <laughs> I also want to thank uh, Ed McMahon's um, uh, new book coming out about the uh, famous uh, mathematician and uh, philosopher Ed McMahon's Galileo. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank. Uh, uh, I want to uh, also thank the sponsor. Uh, it's um, Ed McMahon, but he's hungry, but he pronounces it wrong. Uh, Ed McMahon's <laughs> gyro. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God! Is that that's all? That's all we got? That's, that's all the screaming. That's all the screaming that the audience can endure. Uh, Ed McMahon's uh, frozen body for his future life. Ed McMahon's cryo. Uh, uh, Ed, McMahon, Ed McMahon is uh, opening his own TCBY franchise. He's going to sell some Froyo! <laughs> yeah. Ed McMahon uh, recently purchased uh, Mount St. Helen. It's Ed McMahon's volcano! Uh, Ed McMahon's uh, tendency to light a lot of stuff on fire with matches. He found Ed McMahon's pyro! Ed McMahon uh, recently got into uh, Under the Dirt Crops. Ed McMahon's potato! <laughs> Who likes this? Ed McMahon's, when he runs out of stuff to say and there's a big silence, Ed McMahon's, Sayo! Ed McMahon has recently taken to... Um, uh, to hoarding crops, so he yeah, he yeah, got yeah. a silo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed McMahon's uh, early portable Sony product. Uh, Ed McMahon's Vio. Ed, Ed McMahon stars uh, in a shot for shot remake of Psycho. <laughs> We really have driven ourselves insane. I yeah. <laughs> At this point, this is only this is only so Kurt Breaker can Photoshop dumb bits for Shout us. Out to Kurt oh, Breaker's yeah. been Kurt fucking Breaker. killing it Always. on the photoshops lately. He's the absolute man. Wait, maybe you put the white sauce on the pasta. It's like Ed McMahon's uh, Alfredo. <laughs> Chicken Alfredo. <laughs> Ed McMahon's uh, when he's the um, imagine him marketing that like absolutely I like can. they cut from the Tonight Show to a commercial they're like are you hungry and you don't know what you want for dinner do you want some creamy rich pasta Ed McMahon's it's chicken, chicken Alfredo <laughs> the, one of the funniest bits in that Carson video we watched was him trying to get a dog to eat food in a commercial <laughs> and the, 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 dog would not the, eat. the dog food that they were peddling was so vile this dog Do you know, would not you eat know, it want to know why the dog wouldn't eat it why, why? Uh, because it was um, the new unhydrated dog food from Ed McMahon Ed McMahon's dry <laughs> uh, Ed McMahon uh, he, he passed he's no longer with us what? But they chopped off his head and put it in cryo. I already did cryo. I already did cryo. Fuck. No. Edit this. No. Edit Oh, well. Hey, everybody. We will Dead see. Uh, <laughs> Dead Dead <McMahon. laughs> we'll see you next week on Homer Feeling. That's a, that goes with Gigi Fallon. Dead McMahon. <laughs> <laughs>